Hi, I'm Emma Quigley, Senior Vice President of Institutional Business Development at Angelo Capital Advisors. I'm here today with Rob McDonough, our Head of ESG and Regulatory Initiatives. So we wanted to sit down today and talk about ESG more broadly at the firm, at Angel Oak, how we approach ESG, what's the role within our investment process and at the corporate level. So Rob, what in your view is the role of ESG at Angel Oak more broadly? Sure. So ESG has really been critical to our business model since the inception of the firm. And what we've really done is is developed a company-wide ESG integration program. And this integration touches all of our business activities. So it touches our corporate initiatives, things like charitable giving and our diversity and inclusion initiatives. It touches on our investment strategies. So we bring ESG to our investors. And it also touches on our mortgage origination. Uh, We actually uh, lend to underserved borrowers. And so almost every aspect of our business is really strongly aligned with ESG principles. Maybe we could go into how exactly ESG is implemented or integrated into the investment process here at Angel Oak. You know, is there a responsible investment policy, for example, that you could give some detail on? Sure. So we were responding to inquiries from some of our investors who wanted to deploy their capital into some ESG integrated strategies. And so we looked at our existing strategies and identified those that we thought strongly aligned with ESG principles. And we developed a responsible investment policy that governs what we do across all of our public funds, our mutual fund complex. And since the inception of our responsible investing policy, we've actually integrated ESG across all of our public funds and across all of those strategies. So it's a pretty broad-based approach to ESG. So are there any products or asset classes in particular that you think, you know, Angel Oak has made significant progress in integrating ESG or making an impact? Sure. So let me talk about some of the investment strategies that we have ESG integrated. One that comes to mind is our strategy around financial institutions that focuses on investing in the debt issued by community banks. Community banks tend to be pillars of their community, and they provide important access to financing for things like affordable housing projects and small business formations, often in rural areas where borrowers don't have access to credit otherwise. And we have developed a robust proprietary scorecard methodology that helps us to evaluate how well the banks are doing across social, environmental, and governance principles. And we actually monitor the progress of those banks over time because we engage with them, we talk to their senior managers, and we help them to do better with regard to ESG in terms of providing financial literacy training to some of their customers, identify other opportunities for them to invest in affordable housing projects or tax credits for certain projects that are ESG aligned. So we're very actively involved and engaged with a lot of the managers of some of these institutions that we invest in. And that's one of the strategies that I think is our strongest ESG play. So uh, there's a, an impact product as well, or is it mostly integration at this point? So most of our products have been fully integrated. And what that really means is that whenever we make an investment, we take into consideration any kind of environmental or social impact that that investment might have. And some investments are obviously going to have more or less impact, but we do consider it whenever we make a decision for any of our strategies that are ESG integrated. However, we take a somewhat deeper dive into ESG in our core impact strategy. So in this particular strategy, every investment that we make, we see through an ESG lens. And what that means is we have to specifically identify what kind of ESG impact that investment will have. We've developed specific metrics that help us to measure that impact. 
And we track that impact over time so that we can demonstrate to our investors that we're deploying their capital into investments that make a difference. So it sounds like Angel Oak has done a lot of work to integrate ESG throughout the investment platform, the various verticals that we have going on, and impact products as well. But let's take a second to discuss the mortgage origination piece in particular. I know that's a huge part of Angel Oak's DNA. The mortgage lending companies are particularly focused on the non-agency mortgage space and lending to what we'd consider an underserved borrower population. And I know that we came out with the inaugural social bond earlier this year in 2021. So maybe, Rob, if you could talk a bit about the framework for that and why at Angel Oak we feel this piece is so important. Sure. So we've been making mortgages to self-employed borrowers who struggle to get access to mortgage credit for years. We've also been helping first-time home buyers and buyers who may have imperfect credit records get access to housing finance. And in 2021, in order to create more transparency and to shine a bright light on the accomplishments of our mortgage lending efforts, we created a social bond framework. And this framework allowed us to issue a securitization of our non-QM mortgages. And in fact, our securitization was the first non-agency social RMBS to be issued in the U.S. And this was in part intended to address the increased investor interest in investment opportunities that have social impact. And because our assets that we create through our mortgage lending activities are naturally aligned with ESG, our social bond framework really allowed us to draw a lot of attention to the strengths of our business model and the importance of ESG to our lending activities. Besides the various verticals that we've you know, implemented ESG or made some impact, in what ways is ESG woven into the corporate culture here at Angel Oak? Sure. I can share a couple of initiatives that we've been involved in very actively. As you're probably aware, asset managers are really being scrutinized by investors in terms of their diversity of their workforce. And we have taken that kind of inquiry very seriously. And we're very proud of the diversity that we do have at Angel Oak. So we formed a diversity, equity, and inclusion committee, which has helped us to implement a number of educational initiatives that help our workforce to better take advantage of the diversity that we do have. And this has created a greater awareness of the value of diversity at our firm. And it also has helped us to communicate our diversity to our investors um, because we view diversity at our firm as an asset. And investors are more willing to bring capital to an asset manager that has a diverse workforce. So we've been very active in participating in certain, for instance, uh, local initiatives to increase diversity in the uh, Atlanta metro area. The Metro Atlanta Chamber of Commerce actually developed a uh, initiative called the ATL Action for Racial Equity, and we were founding members of that initiative. So what are some ways that Angel Oak is working to further ESG efforts within the industry at large? Are there any projects or organizations that Angel Oak is participating in or spearheading? Absolutely. So early on, we recognized that ESG was important to our business model, but we wanted to be more transparent and we wanted to be able to talk about ESG within a framework that our investors would understand and appreciate. And one thing that was very helpful to us early in the process was becoming members of the UN's Principles for Responsible Investing. And that organization is basically the gold standard for asset managers and others in the investment industry. Uh, it provides a framework whereby we can show that our investment strategies align according to their framework with ESG principles. And that was very helpful early on. In addition to that, we also work with our invested companies to disclose more of the good things they're doing with regard to ESG. So the Sustainable Accounting Standards Board is an organization that we became a member of that helps companies to promote their environmental and social impact. 
Another organization that's climate focused is the Carbon Disclosure Project, and they help companies to disclose their climate risks so that investors better understand the opportunities and risks presented by those companies. And we've been uh, very actively involved in encouraging our invested companies to disclose that climate risk data. Another very important organization that we recently joined is the Net Zero Asset Managers Initiative. And of course, we are strongly encouraging our invested companies to be strong with regard to their climate risk and their social impact. But the Net Zero Asset Managers Initiative actually sets firm deadlines by which we have to hit certain marks with our invested companies. So it encourages us to work with our companies to make sure that they are shooting for a net zero business model by 2050. That seems like a lot of runway, but there are some interim points at which we have to hit a certain mark as well. So being a part of the Net Zero Asset Managers Initiative really keeps us honest in terms of staying on schedule and making sure that it's a priority for us to work with our companies to align better with ESG principles. That's great. It sounds like Angel Oak is making transparency and reporting and disclosure a priority and helping to further that initiative for the industry overall, especially within securitized products. That's absolutely right. So we're doing that with our invested companies, but we're also doing that ourselves. And in fact, we are creating transparency around our ESG alignment with our Corporate Social Responsibility Report, or CSR report. Uh, this is something that we did for the first time uh, with our 2020 initiatives, and it outlines the uh, community engagement that we've had with a number of different charitable and nonprofit institutions. It also outlines our diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts. Uh, we formed a DEI committee in 2019, and that committee has helped us with educational opportunities to make sure that our workforce is able to better appreciate the value of diversity. And um, we've also been able to communicate our, the strength of our diversity to our investors using that um, framework that we developed within that committee. Uh, so that's been very powerful for us as well. Sounds good. So yeah, let's talk about ESG uh, in terms of firm culture and what are some corporate initiatives that we're working on as well. Right. So ESG is important to Angelook, and I think that's evidenced really by a tone that's set by senior management and that flows throughout the organization. So you see ESG reflected in a lot of our initiatives like our community engagement. Uh, we've gotten involved with a number of nonprofit institutions and charitable organizations in our community. And of course, we have a nationwide business model, so we're able to have an impact really across the country. A great example of that was some things that we pulled together and did for our employees in the Louisiana area who were recently hit by a hurricane. And the company really came together and, and donated a lot of, of food and access to housing in that area where there were some significant challenges. So I think that's illustrative of the importance of uh, social impact to our culture. We also value the diversity of our associates and we formed a diversity, equity, and inclusion committee. And that committee has been very helpful in terms of um, pointing out how we can use diversity as an asset at our firm. And it's also been helpful in terms of identifying opportunities to get education around the importance of diversity as an asset and becoming aware of things like unconscious bias. So I think we've really been able to utilize the existing diversity at our firm to help our investors better appreciate how we deploy that as an asset. As you know, a lot of investors are really looking for diversity in the perspective of their asset managers, and we think that we can really turn this into a very important asset for our firm. So it sounds like Angel Oak has made a lot of headway integrating ESG throughout the investments process uh, across the various verticals on its investment platform, particularly within mortgage origination and non-QM lending, uh, as well as corporate initiatives and corporate and social responsibility. 
I agree, and I think our ESG integration program gives us a strong platform to continue to meet the needs of our communities where we work and also to address the expectation of our investors who are continuously looking for opportunities to deploy their capital into strategies that have social and environmental impact. Awesome. Thanks, Rob, for your time today. You're welcome.